Ooh, good morning, everybody. How are you today? Today, Bezrat Hashem, we'll start. Andaf Kuf Dalid, Amad Aleph. In Maseches Pesachim, three lines down. Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Shmuel. Okay, yesterday was a discussion about Havdalah. All right, today you want Muster? Fine. I got it. All right. We're going to get the Muster in today. Goranowitz has already made his presence felt. Baruch Hashem. We're going to talk about Havdalah. You have to be Mavdil Bain Kodesh Lachol. Now, the, the Goranowitz Muster moment is going to come in early because we know that's very important in life to make certain distinctions. The Torah makes many mentions of the different things we have to distinguish between Kodesh and Chol. That, in fact, is the Muslim moment because you have to, what? You have to know the difference between wrong and right, Goranowitz. Right. And you have to always be mindful of the contrast between the two. It is something that we mention that is the theme of Havdalah. Now, how many of those distinctions do you want to mention in Havdalah? So we already said that uh, maybe you shouldn't, you probably shouldn't, you should either make three, we said, maybe you should make seven, certainly no more than seven examples when you make the bracha. Now today we're going to talk about the structure of the bracha a lot more. Okay, so the third line on Kavdalat and Aleph, it starts like this. That in name of Shmuel, Rabbi Yehuda said the following, that when you make Kavdalah, okay, the theme, right, so whenever you have a bracha, and we're going to talk about the structure of brachas, right, there's something called the brachas mitzvah, that you just, that's very tachlis oriented, you know what I mean? Like the kind, like the kind of uh, shidduch dating that you do when you get engaged at the end of the first date, it's very, very tachlis oriented. So you, you say al nitilas lulav, bang, you do the mitzvah, you do the lulav. It's very, it's very obvious what you're doing. Birchas, that's muster also exactly. Birchas hanenin, it's very clear. You're holding the apple. Bari priya eight, boom, you got the apple. Okay, so you got the bracha, and then you have the, and then you have the action, and you, and it's very clear how one relates to the other. However, there's other sorts of brachas, brachas shevach v'hodah, longer brachas, where the bracha itself is, so to speak, the action. And those have a different structure. Those typically have the beginning, right? The pasicha, we'll call it, baruchat Hashem el chalam, right? And then it has, so with havdalah. So, so when we say our havdalah, usually on a Motzi Shabbos, right? So, so we say eish, usually, right? And then we say, I mean, we, we start with havdalah, right? So we have over here, uh, the, the regular Havdalah, and then we're going to have the special Havdalah that we're going to say this, uh, this year, right? That we're going to say this year at the Seder, the Yak Nahaz. Remember we discussed Yak Nahaz, Goranowitz? So we're going to talk about, right, the Yak Nahaz. So when you say Havdalah, you usually say, and then you say the aforementioned things that we said, the distinctions that are mentioned in the Torah, but we're going to get into all of this. And so again, you start with and then you say, a certain amount of distinctions in between, and then at the end you say Baruch Ata Hashem Amavdil Kodesh Lachol. So you start and you finish. You have a Psicha, a Baruch Ata Hashem, and you have the body of the Bracha, and then you have the Baruch Ata Hashem at the end. In fact, as we'll see, uh, that is the formula. That's the formula. So what was the Machlokus over here, beginning on Kaftal and Aleph? Machlokus was Shmuel says that the body Hamavdil the body of the Havdalah, has to be Ein Chasima Samach Lachasimasa, which means that whatever you're talking about in the actual Bracha itself of Havdalah has to be reflected in the chasima of the bracha. So, for example, when you say a regular havdalah, so you say, so that should be the topic of the body of the bracha. Okay? They argued with Shmuel. They said that the, the uh, body of the havdalah has to mimic and reflect that which is in the psicha. So to that, the Gemara asks, my Right? What would be the difference between Pudusai and Rav Shmuel? When it comes to Avdallah, as we just read, it says, Amavdil bin Kodesh Lachol, Baruch Tashem Akevchal, Amavdil bin Kodesh Lachol. And then at the very end, you say, Baruch Tashem Amavdil bin Kodesh Lachol. So you're saying the same thing in the beginning and in the end. So that's the question of the Gemara. The Gemara is saying, if, it wouldn't matter whether you hold like Shmuel or the Pudusai, the, the Psicha and Chasima are the same. So either way, there's no halachic nafkamina, as we say. Says the Gemara, Yom This year, when we have Right, Yom Div after Shabbos, 
right? Erev Yom Tov Shechaliyos B'Shabbos is going to be a Motzei Shabbos Pesach Seder. And when we make Havdalah at the Motzei Shabbos Pesach Seder, we have a different Chasima because we don't say Amavdim L'Kodesh L'Chol at Havdalah at the Seder this year. Rather, says the Gemara De Chasminon, Bein Kodesh L'Kodesh, right? So now I'm going to, so, so now we're just going to read it inside, right? Inside, meaning not inside the Gemara. I'll read to you inside the Haggadah or the Seder. We say Yaknahaz, right? So we're going to say this year. When we get, this is just like a culmination of all the things we've been discussing. So Yaknahaz, we're going to say Borapir Gafen. That's Yain. And then we're going to say Kiddush. I'm getting in the mood, right? And then you're going to say Kiddush. And then you're going to say Ner. Right, then you're going to say and then you're going to say Havdalah, and then you're going to say Shechiyon. Now Havdalah sounds like this: That is that is how we always say Havdalah. However, at the end we're going to say Hamavdil ben Kodesh lekodesh, right? Because because it's Motzei Shabbos leading into Yontiv. So because of that, we have an insert. We have an insert in the Havdalah of Motzei Shabbos Seder this year, where after we say Hamavdil ben Yisrael Amim ben Yom Hashvili Sheshim Me'amase, we say Ben Kedushas Shabbos Lekedushas Yom Tov Yivdalta. Ve'es Yom Hashvili Sheshim Me'amase Kedashta. Yivdalta Kedashta. Samcha Yisrael Bekedushas Achav. Then we say Baruch Atah Hashem Hamavdil ben Kodesh Lekodesh. So you might have thought, well, why do we have this insert? So the answer is because of the Shita of Shemuel. We have this insert because we say Ben Kedushas Shabbos Lekedushas Yom Tov Yivdalta. We're saying that of all the things that we distinguish between, we are Mavdil ben Kodesh Lekodesh, and the reason we have to put that in the body of the text of the Havdalah is because the Chasima of the Bracha is a Mavdil ben Kodesh Lekodesh, right? Because the Psicha is still a Mavdil ben Kodesh Lekol. So if we held like the Pumbasai, we could say a regular Havdalah. But since, even though, in other words, we would say a regular Havdalah, and then we say a Mavdil ben Kodesh Lekodesh. But the body of the Havdalah would be the same because it would reflect the Psicha. However, because we hold like Shmuel that we reflect the Chasima, and the Chasima says a Mavdil ben Kodesh Lekodesh, because of that, we cannot just simply leave the body of the Havdalah the way it is, because the body of Havdalah is, is Ben Kodesh L'chol, Ben Or L'choshech, and it doesn't make any mention of, of Havdalah Ben Kodesh L'chodesh. So since we want to adhere to the sheet of Shmuel, and to have the body of the Havdalah reflect what the Chasima is, and since the Chasima is Ben Kodesh L'chodesh, we have an insert of Ben Kedush HaShabbos, Ben Kedush HaShyom Tov, Hivdalta. So now when you say Havdalah at the Seder, this year, you'll understand what that insert is reflecting. It's the sheet of Shmuel over here in Agamara. Unbelievable. Oh, that's a very... Uh-huh. So, you know, it's a very interesting thing. We haven't learned Masechah Beitzah yet, uh, but we did learn Masechah Shabbos. And so Masechah Shabbos, Baruch Hashem, we, we, meant, we made some mentions. Karanowitz is asking, well, you're telling me about Kedusha Shabbos and Kedusha Yom Tov Well, is there a difference? Did you, uh, uh, did you make a difference between Kedusha? Certainly you did. You know, when you, when you, when you go from Shabbos to Yom Tov, Kalman points out, there's, for Yom Tov, you can cook for Ochel Nefesh. It, what? Oh, Kalman, Kalman cheated. He looked at Tosfos. Oh, now you're cheating. Um, very good. In other words, Kalman is pointing out, um, you know, Goranowitz, you're not the first person to notice to ask that question. Um, Tosfos asks, Ben Kedusha Shabbos and Kedusha Shiyom Tov right? So he says, Perish, Tosfos asks uh, Goranowitz's question, what does this mean? What is the difference between Kedusha Shabbos and Kedusha Shiyom Says the Tosfos, Shabiyyantav Shari Midi De Ochal Nefesh. That on Yantav you can have Ochal Nefesh. Very good. Um, why is one more cut than the other? So we mentioned, uh, yesterday, okay, not here in person, but on the chat. Um, one one very important difference is that Kedushas Shabbos is Hashem is Mekadesh us, like he's a guest. Don't forget, Shabbos is a reflecting of Briasa Olam, the creation of the world. So that was already set in motion, right? It's right. It's Zechel Amase Bereshis. That was set in motion by Kadosh Baruch Hu. and so that Kedusha. Uh, this was explained by the by this Fas Ms. Uh, Arya Leibowitz explaining this fast MS, which is that Shabbos, when Shabbos is over, this is going to blow your mind, Goran, so you ready? When Shabbos is over, it leaves you. Okay, we mentioned this on the chat yesterday. Uh, when Shabbos is over, it leaves you, and that's why we have Besamim 
at Abdullah of Shabbos. This is what the Sfasema says. But Yontiv, Kalal Yisrael, are Mekadesh the Yontov. Why? Because they are, what? They have the Bezdin declaring Rosh Chodesh, and therefore they're Koveya when Yontiv is. Right? Hashem's Koveya when Shabbos is, right? Because he, that was established with Shishan Masev Rashis. But Yontiv, right, is Hachodesh Hazelachem. It's an expression of Kalal Yisrael. So therefore, since that is what we are, we are actually being Mekadesh the Yontiv, essentially. So therefore, we don't have Bissamim because the Neshama Yisera of Yontiv does not leave. Tosos disagrees. Tosos says maybe there is no Neshama Yisera on Yontiv. The, the Shaila is why don't we say Bissamim, Borim and Bissamim, at the Pesach Seder tonight, uh, this year, where, where it's Matzah Shabbos. So when, you, when, when it's Matzah Shabbos, we're not going to say Bissamim because from Shabbos to Yontiv, you don't say Bissamim. The question is, well, if there's a Neshama Yisera of Yontiv, so then why don't we say Bissamim at the end of, Havdal, of a regular Yontiv all the time? And the answer is because the Neshama according to the the answer is because the Neshama Yisera of Yontiv doesn't leave because that comes from within us. So anything that comes from within Yugorano, it's a Muslim moment, that has lasting value. Now, unfortunately, you want to say it fades, right? Because the Neshama Yisera eventually might fade. But since you know that it's coming from within you, it should inspire you to hold on to that Neshama Yisera for as much as possible. Exactly. That's the, that's the terrors of the, of the Sfasemis. Yeah, that's what the Sfasemis says. Isn't that amazing? Uh, now, Tosos has to give a different reason because Tosos says, well, since we don't say Bissamim uh, on Motzei Yontiv, it must be that there's no Yisrael Yisrael, it must be a different reason. But the Sfasemis really resonated, it was a beautiful idea. I mean, it had to have been a beautiful idea to make Rabari Leibitz quote uh, Hasidish source. So, so, in that religion, we've got Yom Kippur is the top. Oh, so how do you do it? No, Shabbos is the top. Even though it comes every week and you get used to it, look at how many Elias you have. On Yontiv, you have five, on Yom Kippur, you have six, on Shabbos, you have seven. So Shabbos is the top. We're, we're going to see what happens when, what happens. So this year we're going to do, right? Monday Shabbos is going to be Yontiv. What happens if you have Yontiv on Erev Shabbos? So th- there it's a little bit different. Yontiv on Erev Shabbos. Are you even going to say Havdalah at all? No, you do not, right? You don't make Havdalah at all when, when Yontiv is on Erev Shabbos because you're going up in Kedusha, right? So it's only really when you're going down slightly in Kedusha that you even have to make Havdalah. So if you're going down so slightly that it's from Shabbos to Yontiv, then you say Amavdil Lakodesh Lakodesh, right? But if you went, let's say, from Monday Shabbos in the middle of, of Cholamoid, Right? And then you're saying, Amadim Kodesh Lechol, even though it's Cholabai, it's not. Okay. So now. So, so, so again, so the Nafkamina between, says the Gemara Shemuel and the Pumid Sai is our very Havdalah that we'll say this year to say that the Chasmin be Kodesh Lakodesh, Mandamar mean Meim Psychos and Samuel Chasimasan, according to the Pumid Sai, Lobai, Lemeim, Rabbi Kushish Shabbos, Kushish Yom Tavidata. You don't have to say that extra insert that we say in Havdalah because you've all, all you need to do is reflect the Psycha. Mandamar mean Chasimasan, Samuel Chasimasan, and Shemuel who holds. Why it's flipped it, I don't know, but Shmuel holds that the body of the Avdala has to reflect the Chasima. As we explained, right, we say in Kodesh to Kodesh, and therefore we have to have that extra insert in Avdala as we do. Good. So now 13 lines down, the Gemara says, Gufa, Amar Rabbi Elazar, Amar Rabbi Oshaya. So this is what we were talking about before, that if you have, that you shouldn't have less than three such distinctions when you're making the Avdala in the body of that bracha. You, should, you shouldn't uh, mention less than three uh, distinctions from the Torah. And if you want to say, Extra ones, you shouldn't add more than Sheva, uh, more than seven. Okay, we're going to talk about a little bit with the structure of brachas. Long conversation with my my buddy David Palmer and Birnbaum. We had a three-way call about this topic of the personalization and customization of brachas. We don't really customize brachas. Uh, we, we we go by the sitter, but there, it's it's implied, and he was bringing many sources was David uh, that there were really some customization uh, back in in these days uh, to some of these brachas, and some of that is reflected over here, right? You're making havdala, and so some people, you right, had a, a different. Nusra was a different minhagim, or it was sort of, it looked like it was sort of like choose your own adventure when it came to the number of brachos that you, or, or distinctions that you make in the body of the bracha here of Havdalah. And so it was just a parameter of don't do less than three, don't do more than seven. Let's see. Mesve. Now we're going to have some, some brisa that seems to contradict this less than three, more than seven as follows. Says the brisa, 
Omer Havdalah is from Motzei Shabbos. It's just like we'll do this here. Let's say you're making Havdalah on Motzei Shabbos. We're really what we do every Motzei Shabbos. Over Motzei Yomim Tovim. Over Motzei Yom HaKippurim. Over Motzei Shabbos LeYantiv. Over Motzei Yantiv LeChol HaShomoed. So in all of those cases, you make Havdalah. So this is what we were talking about before. But the Bryson says, Avalob and Motzei Yomim Tovim This is what we just mentioned. That when you have not, not like we have this year where the Seder is on Motzei Shabbos, but, but let's say you had Yantiv on Erev Shabbos. So you do not make, this is the Bryson, this is the source. You do not make a Havdalah on Motzei Yantiv leading into Shabbos. This is what we were talking about before. That's what Rash Bam says. What is the, what is the reason? You love this. We, we already mentioned this somewhere before. It, it bears repeating. Avalob Motzei Yantiv Shabbos, says the Rash Bam. You understand, Goranowitz? If you have a king coming, but the Duke, but you're having the Duke over, for Yantiv, and the Duke is leaving, but the king is coming, the Shabbos queen is coming, so then, who cares about the Duke? You drop everything, and you get totally consumed with the fact that the king is coming. That is a reflective of the fact that Kedusha of Shabbos is greater than the Kedusha of Yantiv, and it's so overwhelming that you're not gonna sit there and make a big ceremony out of the conclusion of Yantiv, because you're preoccupied with the inception of Shabbos. Wow. Okay, so that's the, that, that's a, so that, that, that illustrates when we make the Havdalah. I have a good question. Okay. Why don't they have every seven days the Yantiv and special days to make it to Shabbos, you know. Oh, that's what Shabbos you're saying. Right, so, 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 so what Gerardo is, is pointing out is that you would think that that which is more important, usually the, the, the biggest occasions, the, the most outstanding um, simchas are, are things which are rare, but we have a rare gift that every day is special, every neshima, right, every breath that we take is special, and yes, in, you're, you're, you're processing this idea now. It's a very important idea to internalize, which is that the holiest day comes not just once in a blue, but every single week we have that opportunity. Uh, since we're doing this on an Arab Shabbos, it's certainly getting us in the mood. It's Gorano, it's Mr. Moment. Uh, you, have to, you have to realize the importance of the day, even though it comes so frequently once a week, it is in fact the holiest day of the year all the time. Also, we should be, be appreciated. I, I think so. I think it is an important question, and I think that that's an important concept to appreciate, yes. All right. Comment, yeah, comment, yeah. You're really inspired by comment today. Now, Thank you, by the way, Kalman. They call me Trigger. Yeah. <laughs> trigger. He's triggering all your great questions. Wow, yeah. Common. Yeah, Trigger was his... Okay, now. Okay. So now we have to finish the Brisa here. Uh, don't worry, Andrew. I, I see you fidgeting. We're going to finish the Daf. Don't worry. Uh, I can't say I know what I'm doing, but I think I know what I'm doing over here. What's this? Ah. Uh. So this is the end of the Brisa. The Brisa initially said when we make Havdalah. The, the conclusion of that Brisa that we're quoting is a kasha on our parameters. Because our parameters were, you shouldn't say less than three brachas, you shouldn't say more than seven. And the Bryce's conclusion over here is that if a person really knows what he's doing, knows his stuff, knows all the different uh, psukim and all the sources for the different kind of avdalas, let him, let, him, uh, let him pour it on, let him say a lot. But if he wants to keep it simple, omer achas, you could say just one. Well, that, in fact, is a contradiction to Ravoshia's idea that there, there's, a three, there's a three concept minimum. Right? What do you mean you say only one? We said, Ravosha said, don't say less than three, don't say more than seven. So how, is, how are we saying that the person's Eina Ragil can only say one? That is, in fact, less than three. Aha. Says the Gemara Tanai. That's actually a Machlokas Tanaim. Ravosha's view was reflecting a, a Shitas Tanaim, and this price was reflecting a different Shitas Tanaim. How so? Da'amar Rabbi Yochanan, B'nan Shel Kedoshim, Oimer Achas, Am, Lomar Shalosh. Okay? Rabbi Yochanan said that there was a certain Tana. There was a certain Tana who used to say just one. And yet, most of the population said shalosh. So Rabbi Yochanan himself had already stated that this was a Tanaic, right, dispute, you could say, right, where one Tana said one, and that's the Brisa, that's what the Brisa reflects. And Rabbi Yochanan is reflecting the general practice, which was to say at least three. Now, who is this aforementioned Tana? Says the Gemara, my new Ibn Kadoshim, with this special sort of moniker of the son of holy, what, what is all this? So says the Gemara, Rabbi Nachim by Simai, that was the Ibn Kadoshim. Why did they call him the son of Kadoshim? You say, the Lord Yisrael, but Surasa de Zuza. 
because he would never look upon the image of a coin. So there's two different uh, explanations here. The most common, the Rashbam people assume, oh, don't look at the image of the coin, that's in the Vodazara issue. Right, you look at a Vodazara, and you see you're not supposed to have the images, you understand, this idea of graven images, and he didn't look at graven images, now the kasha there would be, what does that make him so kadosh? That's straight up a Vodazara. So, so what you could say, well, even though it's a Vodazara, he, it's not just that he didn't take it seriously, he didn't even, like, he wouldn't even, he would figure out a way to have Shemiris a nine, right, to not even look in the direction of the Vodazara, that is something that is truly uh, reflective of Kadosh, right, of Kedusha, a person who's able to really control himself to that level. Another shot, and the art scholar already brings it down, is the idea that the Tsurasa de Zuza, that he, he wasn't so consumed with money, right? Well, he's talking about Tsurasa de Zuza is like, is similar to like, he didn't care what kind of car anybody drives, right? He doesn't want to know, it doesn't, doesn't mean anything to him. So that makes him Kadosh because he's not moved by money. Uh, that too is, is rare, and so that makes him Kadosh. So again, even though the money makes the world go around in a lot of ways, etc., but, and, and everybody has to, uh, have it in order to, right, to, to survive, some people are Kadosh in the sense that it really doesn't mean anything, it's really just, uh, a means to an end, and other people are, are more drawn to it. So whether it's a Vodazar or it's money, um, Manachem Barasimai was, was not, was not drawn to that. Now. By the way, there's a giant discussion over here uh, about, oh, we'll see about Rabbi Shubin Levi. We're going to get to that in a second. Okay, so he says like this. Shalach Rav Shmuel Bar Idi. Okay, so now back to the discussion of the different, of the different body of the text of Havdalah. Chananya Achi Omer Achas. So in addition to this Menachem Bar Simai, who is the Kadosh, right, there's also Chananya. Okay, and he also said only one. Okay, fine. So the Gemara adds to that. Right, that's not, the Lachas not like him. Okay, so now in the middle of the page on Kavdalah and Aleph, we're going to get through the seven brachos that we say, uh, that we could say in Havdalah. And it says like this, Amar Rabbi Shubham Levi, Hamavdil Tzarch Shiyom Amarin Havdalah Samuras Betorah. A person who makes Havdalah has to mention, right, when you're making Havdalah, right? So as we said, in the body of the text, you're making distinctions, right? You're saying between Kodesh, Lachob, and Or Lachoshech, but you can't just go on ahead and make distinctions between everything. You're not going to say between Pepsi and Coke, between, you know what I mean? Like, you can't start talking about all kinds of things that are different. That is not appropriate. You have to actually make mentions of things where separation is mentioned in the Torah itself. So I'm just remembering, because I was listening to Rory Leibowitz, this, I think he was saying with regards to Rabbi and Levi, over here, it just shows you the, the incredible um, depth that you, know, that you can go to in these things. There's a huge discussion as to whether he's a Tana or an Amora in this case, based off of this. Okay, anyway. So, uh, he's mentioned Mishnah. It's actually a Machalokas. Lest you think that this is a small issue, it's like a straight-up Machalokas Rashi Rambam. <laughs> the Yerushim ladies mentioned in, in the Mishnayas, I think. I, I, this, is, this is what I uh, recall from Ari Libwitz. But anyways, um, it's not for now. Well, let's, let's go back into the Gemara. So, Mesve. So, this, do we need to actually mention what's in the Torah? So says the Gemara as follows. Seder Havdalah's Eich. What would be, um, what would be the Seder of, of the different Havdalahs that you say in the body of the Havdalah? As follows. Omer Hamavdim and Kodesh Lachol. We're familiar with this. Okay. Ben Or Lachoshech. So Ben Kodesh Lachol is, in fact, a Pasuk in, in Sefer Vayikra. And Ben Or Lachoshech is certainly a Pasuk you might recall from the fourth Pasuk of the Torah in Sefer Bracious. Ben Yisrael Amim is also. And I made you right, and I made you a separate nation. Separation is mentioned in Sefer Vayikra. Right, so then that, that would be part two. Well, the Yomashvi Lashishim Amasa is actually not mentioned explicitly. Obviously, it's alluded to because in Bracious we talk about the Yomashvi, but let's go back to that one later. Ben Tomel Tahar, that is mentioned in the Torah, that there's a distinction. Ben Hayom Lacharava, Ben Mayim Lelyonim, Lemayim Tachtoinim, Ben Kohanim Levim, Israelim, Vechaisim Beseder Bracious. Okay? Okay, so now it's like this. Notice that we have most of these either in Vayikra where we're basically saying, in Sefer Vayikra we're saying basically that you should be like a separate nation, right? An Am Kadosh, right? Um, Kadoshim Tiyu, as it were. And basically the different things that were separated in Sheshit May Bracious between Or and Choshech and Yam and Harava and all these things. So this is basically the examples in the Torah of things that were separated. So this uh, list, this exhaustive list, has like eight examples. And the issue is this is eight and not seven. So let's see. 
So at the end over here, we said, that you finish with saying, because the, that shita says, which is not what we hold, but the Rashbam explains, what does he mean, he says, according to this shita, the end of Havdalah should be, right, okay, that's not how we finish, fine. Because they're saying that's the chasima, that is the actual theme of, of uh, Havdalah. The chayar moment b'yotzer b'reshis. Okay, now let's say b'yotzer b'reshis, which we don't hold uh, either. And b'yotzer b'yotzer b'reshis, mekadesh Yisrael. Okay, now we do have in Kiddush, mekadesh Yisrael v'azmanim. Um, we have in, in, in Haftarah, mekadesh Yisrael v'azmanim. But we don't have, right, we don't have this mekadesh Yisrael in Havdalah. So this was a b'risa, right, and this is, this is the next source for all of this. So the Gemara now says, with regards to this b'risa, the im isa, right, now if we are in fact, um, going to mention only, we're going to only mention these separations in the Torah. So the list happened to have had eight, eight, eight references if you're counting. So it says like this, okay, so if we're limited to only things, remember the Gemara says you're limited to only things that are mentioned in the Torah. Says the Gemara, if that's true, then how bein hayam lecharava looks even behavdalah. It happens to be, there was no such thing as bein hayam lecharava. It's not actually explicitly said that the word separation does not appear in that context, even though it's obvious when you read the Mice of Rashis that there was dry land and yam created. It doesn't say, hamavdil bein hayam lecharava in the Torah, and therefore that one we have to take off of the counting. Okay, so that should be good. So we say, no, wait a minute. So he says, okay, says the Gemara, fine. So take away And the truth is, that should be good because then you'll be down to seven. But the problem is, if you're going to take away says the Gemara, then the problem is, even though it's, that is in fact alluded to in the actual, right, in the actual Torah, it's in fact, uh, and it's just similar to the conclusion of the, of, right, the bracha. And as such, that also can't be counted amongst the seven. And then, says the Gemara, So now we're falling one short. Because we don't have actual seven separate, right, uh, clauses, as it were, mentioned in the body of the bracha. And now, we don't have the right amount. So to which the Gemara answers that, no, the Gemara gets us back to seven and follow, as follows. Because it says, one of the things before that we thought was really one is really counted as two separate clauses, as follows. Amri, you should say, no, this is how we, this is how we come up, back up to seven. Right, we had eight, we got knocked down to six, now we're gonna go back to seven as follows. Kohanim, Levim, Yisrael, and Trey, and When we say, he's Dalta, right, between the Kohanim, Levim, and the Israelim, right, when the Pesukim point out, right, to separate between them, so then, in those Pesukim, you should know that it's actually, right, it's actually two separate separations, as follows, says the Gemara. That the Shevet Levi was separated out from Kali Israel and So the word Hivdil and Vayibadel appears in two separate contexts. One to separate out the Levim from the rest of Kali Israel, and the other to separate out the Kohanim from the Shevet Levi. This is significant for me, obviously. As a Levi, it's nice to know, um, to be recognized that even though we're not Kohanim, to be recognized as separated out from Israelim, at least. So it's actually two levels of separation, and then because those are two separate Havdalas, we go back up from six to seven, and we have our count of seven. So, I'm a Bechor, so why don't you have to Yeah, the Bechors, they were good for a while, but then with Chet Ha'ega, which we read this week's Parsha, Collegial Coincidence, um, you guys got, got knocked down. We'll get you back, don't worry. This year we have a Shiloh whether you fast, right? Because Erev Pesach is Shabbos. Some people fast on Thursday, some don't. Okay. Because you can't do it on Arab Shabbos. Okay. Now. Uh, good. Five lines up now. So we talked about different chasimas for Havdalah. So let's see. What were the different chasimas? So it says the Gemara. My, uh, my chatim. So at the end of the day, what should the chasim in fact be? So Rav Amar Mekadesh Yisrael. Okay. That was Shittas Rav. Shmuel Amar Mavdi Mekadesh Bechol. Looks like we're going with Shmuel here. Mavdi Mekadesh Bechol. Chasimah. Now. Light Allah Abaye, they say Rav Yosef, how the Rav. This is a very strong reaction. Abaye, and some say Rav Yosef was Abaye's Rebbe, they would curse, literally curse, a person who did the chasima of Avdallah as Mikadesh Israel. Now, why would that be deserving of a curse? I mean, I understand, you know, there's two different shitas, but like, well, what is so terrible? Um, 
Okay, so then Brisa says, so, so one, so, so Raya Leibowitz made some <coughs> suggestions um, that it could be that what you're trying to do is when you say Mekadesh Yisrael, as Shabbos is leaving, it's a very inappropriate time to bring up the Kedusha of Kal Yisrael because it's disrespectful to Kosh Baruch Hu. And it might even tie into what we were saying earlier in the name of the Svasemes, that we were saying, and, and Ari Leibowitz even brought it up again, this idea that Mekadesh Yisrael, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us the power, right, to be Mekadesh Yantim. So that is, that is truly a, an incredible gift. However, Shabbos is a separate gift. Shabbos is literally, uh, right? It's, it's a gift from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So to mention Mekadesh Yisrael when Shabbos is leaving is sort of like missing the boat. It's missing the point of Shabbos in a sense. And that certainly is not what we want to do. We do not want to miss the point of Shabbos and think that it's about us, about Kedusha Yisrael. Shabbos and Abdullah is really about HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And therefore, right, Hamavdim and Kodesh Lachol is appropriate. Why Rav said Mekadesh Yisrael is a different issue, but be that as it may, Abaye and Rav Yosef pointed out that that was not appropriate. Okay, so now, Right, thought that was a good thing. That if you could make mention both themes at Avdala, that'd be even better. You're going to be what? Blessed with Arichas Yamim as we turn to Kavdal and Beis. The What we already know that as beautiful as he thinks that that is, and that it's going to lead to Arichas Yamim, we don't pass him like that. Okay. Now, now we're going to talk story time. Ula Ula was coming to the fabled city of Pompadisa, the famous city with the yeshiva. We already talk, referred to the Pompadisai, the, the, that they had in Machalkos to Shmuel. A lot of learning going over there. So Yehuda, who was the Rosh Yeshiva, right, of the yeshiva in Pompadisa, he heard that the big Gadol was coming to town. So he says to the son of Yitzchak, go bring him a welcome basket of fruit. And time it, right? Was, everything was with a cheshbon. You want to learn something from this guy. We want to see what he has to say. We want to see what, what, he, what he has to offer, right? So it's an opportunity to interact and to see and, and, to, and to taste, um, you know, what, what the Torah of, the, of this uh, incredibly hush of newcomer that came. I remember when Ravad Yosef came to Yeshiva University. So he was, they said they had a whole meeting and they sat down and they had the whole discussion about different things. And sometimes when somebody's coming from somewhere else, he, you know, you, you get a different perspective, fresh perspective and you get to see what their mindset is. You know, even though you can read this harm, there's nothing, you, you can't compare it to personal interaction. And then I remember he gave, a, uh, the Ravad Yosef spoke in the auditorium and gave a whole sheer for like an hour about the, the, um, the issue of karaim, that we should really be careful about karaim. Like, like just, he was very worked up about the karaim. I was like, there's still karaim? I didn't know that Stukim still existed. Anyway, he was really worked up about it. Anyway. What? Were you the then? Yeah. It must have been like 1990-ish. Anyway, so. I guess there's some karaites in, uh, in Israel somewhere. Because that, yeah. So there's a Stukim in Israel. So, right, so when you're in Washington Heights, like, who's, like, where, the, like, who has time to be at Stukim these days? You know what I mean? Like, why be at Stukim when there's Instagram? Oh yeah? So all you have to do if you want to show up the Karaites is eat chillin'. You know that, right? Yeah. Jews eat chillin' because, because the Karaites, they, they think it they, very literally, they can't have hot food. Whatever. Anyway. So, okay, so a visitor is coming to town to Pumpadisa. Give him a fruit basket. He can't eat before Avdallah. That's tomorrow's daf. But anyway, he can't eat before Avdallah. And let's see. So for sure he's going to want to eat the fruit basket. And just watch how he gives, he says Avdallah. I want to hear because as we see already in our Gemara, there's a big hawk, right? It's a lot of discussion how you make what the Chasima is. Okay. So Loazo, you know, he didn't go. I mean, he sent somebody, uh, but you know, he wasn't down. He was, so he was busy or whatever. So So he sent Abaye and said, sent Abaye to go find out. He wasn't that bad. He wanted to fulfill his father's wishes. Sends Abaye. He also Abaye, we'll see. He, the Rabbi Yitzchak is going to be reprimanded for the fact that he didn't take the, right, the Kibbutz Aim himself and take the advantage of the opportunity. But Abaye did. He also Abaye, when Abaye came back, so Rabbi Yitzchak said to him, Hechi Amar, 
What did Ula say? So I'm like, this was the entire text of the Havdalah. I'm sitting there waiting for the big Havdalah, and all of a sudden I, I see that Ula says the following. Baruch HaMavdim Bang. The whole thing. That's the whole Havdalah. Baruch HaMavdim That's all he said. Uh-oh. So that's all he said. That's amazing. Okay. So then, right, that's like what you say if you have to do malacha, right? Like before, before you even make Havdalah. Anyway, that's all he said. So also like I made Davua. So Yitzchak then had to go report to his father. So Amar lay, the father asked him, hey, Amar, what did Ula say? So Yitzchak, in, at the very least, giving credit for his honesty, responds, Amar lay, Ana Azli, Ana, I myself did not go. Shadri said, I said, Abai, Amar Li, so he gave, a, you know, a accurate account of what happened. I said, Abai, Abai came back, and Abai said, Amavdi Mekoshachol. That's in fact what Ula said. So Amar lay, so uh, let's not focus on the fact that he just said, Amavdi Mekoshachol for a second. Let's focus on the fact that Yitzchak didn't go himself, said, Abai. So Rabbi Huda said to his son, Rav Demar, Ruse Demar, that your you're basically your arrogance. Because you were sort of like a fat cat, uh, arrogant, you thought like you had your own agenda and you thought that like you're going to do something that was more important than following my um, instructions to go to Ula yourself. Now, as I guess a consequence, right, a uh, sort of punishment consequence, this memoir will not be said in your name, right? This memoir that you were able to say that Ula said, will never be in your name. Okay. So that is, uh, that's a, that's the Goran, that is, right, the Goran, which is Mr. Moment, again, that he's saying to his son, that if you have an opportunity, he sees the opportunity to do the mitzvah of a gufa, right? To do the mitzvah yourself, he could have gotten, um, what could have been more important than doing A, kibbut aim, and, which he kind of did by sending shliach, but A, kibbut aim, and B, having this interaction with Ula. Sometimes we think that we get caught up in the things that we think that are important, and when really there are other things that could be more so. Okay. Right, you have to you have to know how to be mavdil and kosh to be mavdil between the things that are important. Very good comment, shka. Right, mavdil between the things that are truly important and the things that you tend to gravitate towards thinking are important. You got to keep yourself in check. Maybe that's why it's every week, Goranowitz. Every week, it's not just the Shabbos experience; it's also the Havdalah experience. Just understanding the difference, you really need to recharge every week to keep your eye on the ball in order to be able to be mavdil and kosh during the actual week, not just at Havdalah. Okay, beautiful idea. Thanks, Common. Common, yeah, Common is bringing the heat today. Okay. <laughs> Common. Okay. Mesve. Uh, fine. So now, let's go back to the Savdalah. So Ula said, How could you do that? First of all, we said before, and this is how we started this year, and this is how we're going to end this year. We're going to have a Psicha and a Chasima that are going to be the same. So what I did there? The Psicha and the Chasima are both going to discuss what the structure of these Brichas Shevach is. You have, you have a beginning and an end and a body in the middle. Well, certainly Ula didn't do that. He just said, What kind of Bracha is this? Says the Gemara. Mesve. We have a price that says, Kol kulan Whenever you have a bracha, you always have a psicha and a chasima. That's the matbeah of, right, the ancient Ketasa That's Chazal's formula for how you make a bracha. Chutzmi, and then we're going to have a list of all the brachas that are not like that. But the truth is, that's the default. That's how the stru- brachas are supposed to be structured. Except, so we already explained. Birchas mitzvah and birchas nenin, those are, right, you say the bracha and bang, you do the maisa, and then, of course, uh, so that doesn't have beginning and end in the body and all that, because that's just like an intro to what you're doing. Fine, that's one exception. Second exception, Aha. Blessings that are in series. So a classic example would be Shemon Esrei. Shemon Esrei, you say the bracha, bracha Hashem, right in the beginning. So that's the beginning. And then every other bracha doesn't have a, 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 a tchala, right? It doesn't have um, the intro. It just has the chasima. Okay, but that's because it's smucha to the one before it. So that's just the way Chazal drew it up. That if you have something similar to the one before it, that's okay. Okay. Okay, so when you have, that's a unique bracha, the bracha after Kriyashma, it doesn't start with Baruch Hashem, but it follows Kriyashma. Okay, and then it says, And then also there's some brachas that have a, a, a psicha, but they don't have a chasima. And there's some that have the chasima, but don't have the psicha of Baruch Hashem. 
Okay, and then the Brisa concludes, the, the Brisa says, Vatova Metiv And the Bracha of Vatova Metiv in benching, right, starts with Baruch, but it actually does not end with Baruch. So it says, as we arrive at Kofayam at Aleph, it says, Kashala Ula. This is difficult for Ula. Why? Because Ula is saying a Bracha. This is a Birchas Shevach. This is not a Birchas Mitzvah, really. It's not a Birchas Nenin. It's not a Birchas Peros. It's not one of the exceptions mentioned in the Brisa, right? It's not Hatova Metiv. It's not, right, um, it's not the bracha after Kriyashma, it's not a bracha smukha lechaverta, it's a standalone bracha, and yet, he's just said, no psicha, no chasimah, just bracha madam and kosh So to that, what would Ula respond? Amalach Ula says the Gemara, hai nami kibir chas mitzvah damya. That you made the erroneous assumption that that was not a bichas mitzvah, but however, this does essentially have the elements of bichas mitzvah. How so? Says the Gemara, bichas mitzvah is my timer. Why do you only say one bracha when you say bichas mitzvah? Right? Um, whatever, al-natilas yadayim. Lulav, whatever. Leishem besukah. Why? Mishum Interesting. This is like a, this is, you could spend three months on the lundus, by the way, and the structure of all these brachas. That the idea is that the brachas mitzvah is a brachas hadah. Well, some, we have some, um, some who would say that, wait a minute, there's such major distinctions between brachas shevach hadah, brachas mitzvah, but he's saying that even a brachas ha mitzvah is a brachas hadah. So he says, hanami hodahi. That since this is a brachas hadah, okay, so you don't really need for brachas hadah, you don't always need, you're making hadah, and since you, it's, it's a brachas hadah, it's like a brachas mitzvah, you could say a brachas peris, then it's also hadah. So what does Ula really mean? I mean, when he says that this is like a brachas mitzvah, and therefore you only have to say that one, that one thing, is in itself a fascinating uh, topic of discussion. But since we have only a few minutes left, I'd like to devote those few minutes to just point out that there's so many, um, so many other things to learn over here with regards to the structure of the bracha. We talked about bracha smucha lechaverta and all the different brachas that exist. If you look at the list, right, so for example, Tosfos on Kavtaladim and Beis goes through giant examples, right? Chutzmi bracha smucha lechaverta, for example. So the Sheva brachas is a, is a great example of where if you, if you go to Sheva brachas and you pass the coast around, you'll notice some of them says, bracha tashem ashe yatzar adam, and then all of a sudden a guy comes in, like some of it starts with the bracha, some of it doesn't start with the bracha. So that, um, you have Rishonim, Achronim, all over the map explaining why why you do and don't for certain things. Um, uh, when you talk about calendrical coincidence, the Megillah, certainly, the brachas that we, that we say in Megillah, why, if it's a smucha lechavrta, why it would have a psicha. So it also goes through examples of brachas smucha lechavrta that do have psicha, brachas that are not smucha lechavrta that don't have psicha. What about what about the idea of tefillah sadarach? Tefillah sadarach points out. Or elakai neshama, when you start in the day. So they say, okay, elakai neshama is an extension of the other, of, of the bracha that you said before, Tosfa says, because, because maybe it's an extension of another bracha. Tefillah sadarach, there's a famous Maram in Rottenberg who says maybe you should make, um, zonos before you say tefillah sadarach because there's no psicha to it and it doesn't seem to follow necessarily. Rove, uh, uh, of the understandings have to do with the fact that really that would not even be smukha because it's two different themes and maybe it wouldn't work at all, but be that as it may, Maram Rottenberg, certainly a, a source that you have to respect, uh, when it comes to that and, and therefore, all of these discussions, including Halal and Leil Pesach, right? When you have, when you say Halal, typically you say a bracha. But Leil Pesach and the Seder, you don't say a bracha. So all of these examples of brachas mukhala chavrta would be fertile, uh, fertile grounds for Iyun. May we be zachet to understand all the brachas and may our life be filled with uh, bracha and mazel and health and may we have a good Shabbos. Amen. You still got it in here. Chaim Shechter.